Let me welcome you to our Relationship and Marriage podcast. My name is John Gimbi Papu, and we are back with our podcast on a regular basis. We had just a pause for some challenges we've had, but we are back now. Our our focus for today is, is dads and their daughters, fathers and their girl child. That's what I want us to look at. There's a lot that has been said about the uh, father absence or dad deficiency and how that affects the boy child. Here in Nairobi, for example, the stats are alarming that 90% of, 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 of uh, boys or teenagers uh, who are in, in prison, inmates who are in prison, 90% of those who, who, are, who are rapists, 90% of the rapists are actually coming from homes where there is no father. So what are we trying to say here? When there's no father in the life of a boy, chances are that boy will be a rapist. Now that's amazing. So that boy becomes a potential explosive uh, danger to all the girls. And the reason being the father. The father is absent and the boys uh, become this lethal weapon and rapist. Of course, criminals as well. We know that for a fact. So the, the absence of the father in the life of a boy makes that boy a walking time bomb. Weapon of mass destruction. And there's enough literature on that. How and why it's important for fathers to be involved in the life of their boy child. But today, I want to talk about fathers being involved in the life of the girl child. And this is what I'm trying to say, is that if you want to protect your child from these rapists, if you want to protect your girl child from being abused and being hurt, uh, from gender-based violence, if you want to protect your child from these men that are walking around as predators, you as the father must be involved in her life. You must be present intentionally and deliberately. If you want to protect your girl child, be involved in her life. I'm going to say it over and over again. If you, if you are worried, if it concerns you to see so many girls who are falling victims to rapists, so many girls who are killed by their boyfriends, because you ask yourself a question, how did this girl get involved with such a man? I mean, she should have noticed, she should have seen. And some of them stay there in that relationship because you cannot be loved for the whole two years and then on the, on the last day of the two years, you are killed. So which means this killing has been a process. The abuse has been there. But the question is, why is this child staying in that relationship? Why is she not going home? And some of these kids have parents, they've got their homes, and they're staying at school, and they're staying with this man, and the next thing, uh, she, she, she gets killed. How was she attracted to a, to a boy who is a murderer, to a boy who has no love, to a boy who's so cruel, and they stay in the relationship. In the relationship, and the friends will tell that we spoke to her. We told her that she must, she must get out of this relationship. But she says, "Oh, don't worry. I will try." She's going. He's going to be fine. Why are our girls attracted to these boys? That's the question. And my answer is, in most cases, 
It is because they are looking for the father they did not have. When you are not involved in the life of your child, you are exposing your child to all these male predators. When you, are, when you don't show love in a tangible way to your daughter, you are exposing this daughter to, to, this, to these boys because she's looking for a father she never had. This is it. This is born by research that when fathers are involved in the life of their child, of their girl child, this child gets uh, uh, becomes very focused. It delays this hunger for boys. It delays it. It delays the hunger for boys. Not only that, even when they choose a boy, when they choose a boyfriend, they choose a person that they would like to marry, chances are they will choose the right person. They will choose a person who's functional. You know why? Because they know um, uh, the color of a man. They know the type of a man. They know the character of a man who is loving because they've seen it from their father. Number one, they can see this thing from a distance and because they are not desperate. You know, when the father is involved in the life of a girl child, uh, that father removes this desperation because when they're desperate, you can't make good choices. And so what happens? Because these children grow up, grow up without fathers. They quickly develop, I mean, this is literature now, from the literature, they quickly develop to be women. And at age 13, at age 14, they, they, they fall in love with these with this, with this, with this boys. And in most cases with, with older men. Why? Because they are looking for their fathers. What you call uh, sugar daddies and blessers. These kids are asking, they're looking for their fathers. If the father becomes a blesser, to her own child. These children will be protected from these blessers who are predators, who are going around looking for, for girls to devour like the walking devil. But how do you do that? You get involved in the life of take your child out for, for, for um, take, take her out for dinner and, and, and show her what it means to be loved. Show her kindness. Let her know that she's attractive and they become very attractive. You can't touch them. It's amazing what happens to these girls. But when that love is missing, when the involvement of the father is missing, these kids, these girls go around looking for someone to, to love. And they can't even make a distinction. And then they fall in love with a guy who himself had never had the father. You know, you've got a guy who never had the father, you've got a girl who not never had a father. And this girl depends on this and this on this on this on this on this guy. Then you know what's gonna happen. Before long, you'll hear the story. He was murdered. She was killed. He murdered her. He killed her. He raped her. He did this. He did that. That's how it is, beloved. We, we, in most cases as men, are responsible for what happens to our girl child because we're not there. We need to be close to our girl child. I know our, in some of our tradition that we, we want to have boys and, and when there's a girl, you feel like, no, I wanted to, hey, you've got that girl. I promise you. Let me tell you something. If, if you're looking at benefits and advantages, it's those girl child that stays with us. Those girl child are the ones who will make sure when we're sick, they are there. They never leave us. They never abandon us. I'm not talking about boys, but I know boys meet with their girlfriends and then they disappear. But make sure you take care of your girl child, man. And, and if you want to know whether this is a good investment, <laughs> your girl child will take care of you. But let me just give you a beautiful story in the book of Luke. Luke chapter 8, there's a beautiful story there from verse 41. 
It talks about a man called Jairus. This man approaches Jesus, um, who was a ruler of the synagogue. He approaches Jesus, he falls at his feet, and he begged him to come to his house because his only daughter, only, only daughter, 12-year-old, is sick. We've heard of the stories of, of males in the Bible that uh, they they loved their um, um, they, they were they, they were favorites and the system favored them. We've heard about the male chauvinism in the in the Bible times, as if men um, um, did not care for for their wives. Why? Let me tell you something. Maybe this is an exception. I don't know. But let me tell you something. There was a man called Jairus. This man loved his daughter. You could ask, where was the mother? This man goes all these, the rule of the synagogue. He looks for Jesus. He finds Jesus. He says, my daughter, my only daughter is sick. Jesus goes to the family. Ask everybody to go, to, to go out of the house. Lo and behold, he, the mother, he says, the mother and the child, let them come in. Which means this was a powerful, beautiful, ideal family. Because now it, it, it turns out that maybe the mother says, hey, my child is sick, so shouldn't we try and find something? And the man says, don't worry, I'll go look for Jesus. So there's a powerful cooperation between this mother and the father. That is why Christ did not say, hey, you are useless. Let me have the mother here. Or let me have the father. He says, the mother and the father are here. So when the child opens her eyes, he, she sees the mother and the father. Powerful, beautiful, dynamic parents. But here's the story. And, and that is told to the child, your father went and looked for Jesus. Now this child is back at school. She tells the friends, uh, you know what? I was sick and I died and my father went to look for Jesus. Oh, you can never touch this child with his, with her father. Do you think this child is going to go around looking for, for boys uh, to love? And uh, do you think this child is going to fall prey to a, child, to a boy or, or a man that's going to kill her? When, when it was the man, his, her father who was instrumental in her being brought back to life. Do you think this child is going to be a, a, a victim to, to these boys and men who are looking for somebody to kill, for somebody to devour? You can think twice. It's not going to happen. This, this child is protected. This child is, you can't touch this child because of the role the father played in her life. I wish I could have seen this child as a woman now ready to choose a man. It will be amazing. But here's a story, contemporary story. Here in Nairobi, a man calls me two days ago uh, and he says, I pray for my daughter. She's in hospital. You know what this man does? Cut the long story short. He spends the whole day in hospital. The mother works at a, a town very far from Nairobi and the father works in Nairobi. The father has asked for leave to be with his daughter. He stays in the hospital from morning till evening. He stays there the whole day feeding the child. When the child opens her eyes, the father is there waiting for the child, being there for the child. And that child is going to be well. I tell you, that child is going to be well. And she's going to boast to her friends and say, when I was six, she's a six-year-old, my father was there. My father was there, spent time with me in the hospital. You think this child is going to be obsessed with boys? When he has a strong man, when she had a strong man and a father in her life, you can think twice. It's not going to happen. Oh, beloved, fathers and your daughters, dads and your daughters, get involved in the life of your child, in the life of your girl child. It makes a big difference. It makes a big difference. Today, I salute the fathers who are involved in the lives of their daughters because those fathers are protecting these children these uh, girl ch children from making 
these bad mistakes. Of course, they do, even those who were brought up by ideal fathers, they do make mistakes. You know what? The difference, they can self-correct. They can, they can fall in love with this man and they are able to come out of the relationship and they'll tell you that when I saw that this is what this man, this is the character, this is the man that I'm in love with. He says, I, la- I left him. I, I, I ended the relationship. And they are able to do that because of that influence of a good man in their lives. They can self-correct. Yes, they can make mistakes, fall in love and even fall pregnant. But they can make, they can come out of that. But the problem with, with these girls who never had these fathers in their lives. They move from one bad relationship to the other, from one bed right through until they die. But these ones can tell. They can make a choice. They can self-correct. They can um, revisit their choices and make the good one. And I'm saying today, let's go out there. Those who have girl children, go out there and be present in their life. You would have done a lot and God will bless you. Who is the father? But God is our father and our father. This father whose God loves the girl child. And you, girl child, know that you are loved by God. And, and uh, you fathers, please be there for your, for your girl child. God bless you. That's me, Jongim Pipabu. Till next time. The Marriage and Relationship Podcast was brought to you by Dr. Papu. Dr. Papu is a devout Christian leader, an inspirational speaker, and an experienced pastor who has worked with couples for the last 35 years in his ministry. You can record and submit your questions to Dr. Papu by following this link, www.anchor.fm forward slash Dr. J Papu. If you'd like to have private consultations or counseling sessions, please send your email to drpapuonline at yahoo.com. That's d-r-p-a-p-u-o-n-l-i-n-e at yahoo.com.